Welcome to Thrones and Scones. It is your weekday morning podcast where we chitty chat Game of Thrones over breaking our fast. It's Tony Hans and Jeremy in with you on this Wednesday, hitting season two, episode eight, The Prince of Winterfell. The 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 artist formerly known as Prince of Winterfell. Uh, <laughs> here. Hi fi- hi friends. How are you? Um, so sorry. I'm kind of lopsided with this intro. Oh also uh, raspberry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, I'm like, wait, 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 where's the scone conversation? Sorry. I mean, we have Sorry. to give due. I mean, we talk about it for a good 30, 30 minutes every episode now, so we got to be true. consistent. My, my throner mind just wanted to run right past it, but all my all these uh, all these this, zero uh, scone or texts I'm getting. Tony, is no, this <laughs> is this um, obviously you don't want to spend too much time on it, but is this uh, raspberry filled raspberry? jellied just chunks of raspberry or what are we talking you know what do tell uh you know what yeah let's do the let's do the scone first yeah let's mix yes. it up let's whoa, mix it whoa, up whoa, a little whoa, bit whoa, 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 um, whoa. we're gonna talk about scones right now yeah let's you know I, what? I pretty it's, much it's a wednesday every episode to talk about scones and you're always like oh we're out of fucking time jeremy here here sit and spin on this for a little while <laughs> Because let me tell you why, Jeremy. All right? Now that we've built this podcast empire upon it, I can go ahead and tear the whole thing down and say that scones kind of suck. Whoa, 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 mm, whoa. I'd mute yeah. your ass in a heartbeat right now so I can That's explain right. to the people yeah. that, you can't, scones, you don't have that audio scones literally make the world go around. Let's talk about the the creative... Uh, uh, where did scones orient in this world? Where did they come from? Are they more like a... Um, they orient? Yeah, like... Orient? Was it the Orient? The Orient. Well, I mean, we talked about some Asian things last time, but we won't go that direction today. Um, <laughs> please God. No. P- please God. So, what mm. is a scone to you? Is it a biscuit? Is it? Is it like <sighs> a like a, a muffin that is shaped mm. like? So I, I don't know if you don't compare them to muffins. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! If Game of Thrones, if anything in it rhymed with muffins, we would be having a different podcast right now because they're the superior pastry, and I can find like ninety flavors oh, of muffins. I don't in this agree town. at all. Muffins are always like weird because like when they put sugar and crap on top of them, then they get like that oh, yeah. moist top with like a okay, dry okay. bottom. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me just say something. Hit us with that wiki, Tony. <laughs> oh. Uh, right. Okay. Very well. Uh, season two, episode eight, The Prince of Winterfell. At Winterfell, Theon receives a scone. Nope, sorry. Visitor and holds down the <laughs> fort. Arya calls in her final debt with Jackin in a way that displeases him. Rob is betrayed. Tyrion and Varys find scones. Nope, sorry. Common ground. Uh, Danny ignores Jorah's baking. Nope, sorry. Advice. Stannis and Davos approach their destination, and Davos is offered... A scone. A delicious raspberry scone. It just says a reward, but I guess we could assume uh, as much that it might just be uh, a scone. So, yeah. The the Prince of Winterfell. Shall we we address the title? Who's it talking about? It's up. I mean... I mean... Right? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Again, Theon. This is when Sister's coming and visiting, right? Isn't it? Yes. Yeah. It is. Yara shows up. Um, I don't have, uh, I was trying to dissuade Hans off Michael a little while ago, um, as he was saying, like, I don't have much for this episode, I just, like, kind of felt it was bleh, and I was trying to argue, but I also don't have very much written down for this episode, um, cause it's kinda... It's all setting up things, it's all, like, setting just up getting things, things yeah. going, uh, just, I mean, we could start with Theon, I do think, you know, he was expecting 
this grand yes i've look what i've taken you sent me to get a fishing village i killed it i've taken uh winterfell send me you know his sister's gonna come in with all his men we're gonna hold it we're gonna have our we're gonna have our prize our our seat in this land that we can expand from and she's like what the fuck are you doing you whiny little bitch like you don't get this like we're leaving we're going we're too far inland we can't defend this and he's like whoa 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 i i i literally did the most backstabbing thing i could possibly do to prove my honor to prove who i am and now you're telling me that was all for nothing um i think that kind of like catches him off balance a little bit i don't understand i maybe i gotta be missing something here but they straight up had the conversation balon Greyjoy is like we're gonna i can't do it balon we're ironborn and we take look at this want. Yeah. look at this map we take everything we'll be the king Ah. And Theon's like, we can't fight the Lannisters. And he says, well, we, who said anything about the Lannisters? He goes on to say that he's like going after the Stark lands. He's going to take the north while it's ripe for the taking. And he straight up says Winterfell could defy us for a year, but what of it? Like he wants to take Winterfell. And now that he has it, he's upset. Yeah, it it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Is it just because he couldn't control how it happened, or is it like, well, if you control Winterfell without controlling the land between it and the sea, it's kind of irrelevant? That's the only thing I can think I of. I think, yeah, and I think that's what his like what his sister's point is in this point in this area is like, it's it's not that we didn't think we could take it, but you don't understand war. You don't get that you just yeah. you don't leap into the middle of the land you're trying to take. How do you defend? I mean, you you don't you have no ability to defend that then, right? Where he's like, no, 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 no. Look, I mean, I was told that this would never be taken. You could have if you had a hundred men, I could defend it for years or whatever. And I think that was his kind of thing. It's like, how could you betray me that way? And she's like, we're too far from the water. You should come with me. You know what's coming. We can't prevent this now. Now, do you think? Because Yara makes this point um, that Theon did something very stupid in murdering the best leverage that he had and the most important things that, you know, Bran and Rickon being worth so much. Theon's saying that he had to make this statement, otherwise people wouldn't respect him. As far as I can see, from what Theon is trying to gain from this conversation, he gets nothing mm-hmm. by not telling Yara that they're not the stars. Right, and doesn't she kick out everyone? Doesn't she, Isn't this like a Correct. private conversation? So why not tell right. her? I, I mean, yeah, I totally... It doesn't make a, a huge amount of sense. I mean, he still lost them, and that's why she was chastising him in the first place, so maybe he doesn't want to fess up to that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which I guess, but... But he's like, but she's like, you know, we're not going to search for them, right? We're in the enemy land. We're not going to sit there and send a, a party to find them. It's going to lead to more yeah. more loss already. Yeah, no. Yeah. It was, a, it was um, obviously, Theon's arc is, is interesting. You're starting to see a little bit of the panic. So it was yeah. it was all right, and then of course you know we know that we know that Bran and Osha are now back in Winterfell. They're hiding. Yeah. Um, they wait the whole episode basically to make the reveal. Right, right. Because I mean, it where were they gonna go? Kind of thing. And, and it's clever. And again, Osha continues to show how good she is at at you know kind of sneaking thievery and all those things. So yeah, I you know who's not great at sneaking and thievery and moving stealthily, Maester Lewin, oh, who goes all the way down into the crypts to see them and like probably risks their safety. Yeah, he's like, hey, hey guys, what are you guys doing? Like that dude is untrusted right now. You don't think he's being watched? 
I guess not. It's kind of odd. Um, Yeah, so there's a funny moment going over to King's Landing, kind of uh, moving forward. I guess actually on the way there, we find out that instead of sliding, oh my God, slitting his throat, Jeremy, you're you're infecting me. Uh, Instead of slitting his throat, Catelyn freed Jamie Lannister. So I will. What? What was that? I said, what the shit? Yeah, (laughs) what the. And we t- we talk about the Starks a lot from the first season of just how they how they seem to continually show that they are not meant to rule because they make so many stupid emotional decisions. And sadly, we're going to say that with Rob as well in the future. Um, and Catelyn just gets played again. What happens to Rob? I mean, yeah. he you know he he makes a a very intelligent well thought decision and falls in love right mm, and we yeah. see him you know in season 7 so it's all good and it turns and it turns out I well must have missed him. that yeah. yeah i must i don't even remember that you don't happened. remember the whole love arc thing oh yeah it's no. super it's super not hmm. violent so we're fine. i kind of remember the love That's part cool. but i don't remember it turning out bad oh it doesn't yeah. it doesn't you know now that i now that i think about it i just it just kind of fizzles out it does hmm. delayed um but then, but I mean, who? So, are you saying that Catelyn is one of these making irrational, irrational, fuck my words, <laughs> uh, irrational? It's an irrational decision. Let's agree. Um, <laughs> the but it doesn't. It to me, it leads to one of the most interesting stories in the next couple of episodes, and that's Brienne and Jamie. Mm. Right, them next together really is good. really enjoyable and is really good like the stories and the conversations I have. And again, I think that's now where you're starting to see Jamie um, hit rock bottom, which kind of leads to some cool things, which I and really, I mean, we're, we're far from it. Oh, at this point. Yeah. Jeremy's not. Jeremy's I'm not. <laughs> Season five. <laughs> oh my God. But uh, I just, I just want to take it back eight episodes and, and remind everyone who was it again that thought that maybe Catelyn Stark should be on the Iron Throne? I can't remember. Okay, I, I think, I think, I think it, again context of when we were talking about things because we could fuck each other all day long with knowing what happens. Um, yeah, no, she's a she's a smart lady. She uh, she doesn't sure. always make you know dumb decisions, and she loves I her family. Yeah. I haven't. I seen mean, it again, yet. even 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 our good boy Ned, right? I mean, like. He clearly loved and had honor to the point where he didn't have honor, which Jamie points out last episode. So, Speaking of married couple, what's up with the sitcom conversation between Tyrion and Bronn? They're just sitting there and he's like, do you have to, you know, clean your fingernails here? And, oh, fun. Can't do that. And then he starts doing like the, you know, tapping the table. Tyrion gives him the side eye. They go back and forth on what they should wear. It's a very odd moment. Yeah, and then he goes, "What well, are you just going to sit there and stare at me? Yeah. You can't do anything else. I'm surprised there wasn't a laugh track behind yeah. that. <laughs> Bronze character is, is good right now. And I, I like that, you know, he reminds him all the time that he is a, a sword cell. And, you know, he has to pay him more and sword all those cell. things. Um, or that, you know, that that's their relationship. But clearly there's more. He he goes out of his way to make a lot of really smart moves for Tyrion, so I enjoy it. Yeah, I like Bronn. And Tyrion, I don't mean to, to shit on Tyrion too much. He's got an awesome moment where he, uh, you know, basically, I was going to say double teams, but what I meant was <laughs> uh, double agents. I was going to say, are we already uh, at the juggling? <laughs> yeah. 
uh, double agents Cersei a little bit, and uh, she thinks she's playing him quite hard. And uh, he's actually, you know, he's he's pulling one over on her with uh, the, the the doppelganger getting getting poor Roz in there to take the heat. Yeah, for sure. Roz is Roz is just getting thrown around now. I feel bad. It is a bit of a bummer. It is a bit of a um, bummer. I, I mean, I, I'm I don't kind of think of anything negative with her. I mean, she cares about people when they die. She, you know, moved there looking for a better life. She thought, you know, that Littlefinger was going to give her all these opportunities and treat her yeah. well. He's an asshole. Kind of. She kind of then hitches her her boat to someone else, and you know, I don't know. It's kind of ro- too bad for Ross. Uh, Hans, I know you're kind of uh, allergic to. To exposition and stuff, you're you're very critical of overexpository moments. I'm curious what you thought between that that nice but very uh, storytelling conversation between Stannis and Davos. <laughs> oh, Stannis and Davos's conversation. They it basically was... give the whole backstory of uh, of Davos's life. Yeah, and it's all it's all like Stannis is is this where Stannis is talking about how uh, people don't or people look down on Davos because of his past mm-hmm. or something and then he gives the entire entire life story just to conclude with but you will be my hand <laughs> i will be king and you will be my hand and like all this stuff uh yeah it was whatever i don't think it's fine they've, i mean it was a good moment because they've had some rough goes at each other the past couple episodes i mean understandably davos is still a little concerned <laughs> about being the shadow baby midwife uh without being told yeah um, i'm sure he didn't have the training for that how uncomfortable can a man feel and so it was, you know, it felt good. felt felt like he deserved it. I think I think I'm just going to start my uh, everyday conversations uh, in in a much more expository form. You know, like I'm just going to come up and yes, talk to sure. you guys. I'm going to be like Tony, ah, oh, Tony. <laughs> We've been friends since I moved to uh, our hometown and in, in uh, our, when we were only 15. And even oh, then, the I time. always thought, <laughs> and just like go on for 10 minutes every yeah. episode before I actually say the one thing I probably want to say to you. Dost thou right. remember that brisk summer? Wasn't it pleasant <laughs> on the limbs? <laughs> but anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, can I borrow $5? <laughs> for what? It is the Taco Bell. <laughs> it does call me so. Oh ah. my gosh, guys! They're they're bringing the nacho fries back. I, I don't know. know if you have seen I don't know this why yet. do they why do they take them away? <sighs> it doesn't. That's make a great sense. question. I still have yet to figure out if this is like for for permanency or just uh, just temporary. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They did that but, for a while with this. So <clears throat> the cheesy gordita crunch, uh, oh, yeah. a little a- a- educational session here, real quick. Uh, cheesy gordita crunch first debuted uh, quite a few years ago, uh, a, hmm. a while back. And uh, then, of course, it was a promotional thing. They probably, I can't remember, they probably brought it back a couple times. They removed it. But interestingly enough, the Cheesy Gordita Crunch had the beautiful ability to be just created. They weren't using anything new. They had the materials there. So even when they didn't have the Cheesy Gordita Crunch, there was never a time where you couldn't order it. It was not on the menu. Oh. It was like they was the promotional events, and then they said, you know, before the cheesy gordita crunch goes away, get yours now or whatever, you know, for a limited time. But there was never a time. There was multiple years when it wasn't on the menu, and I still ordered it every single time. No problem. The fries, on the other hand, unfortunately, are not the same because they no. obviously have to have the fries, which they don't have for anything else. So until they start putting their fries 
just in their burritos and stuff, which I'm surprised hasn't happened yet. <gasps> then, there was one. Wasn't there a fry burrito when they first came out with uh, I don't fries? think there was Ooh. a fry burrito. I think there was Maybe? They put the, the fries in something. Uh, probably. They put the fries Someone's, in something. One of, one of our 12 listeners out there, if anyone knows, hit us up, hit us <laughs> up on the email or, or our social media and, and set us straight because I would like to know because I'm going to be upset if there was and I missed it. Do you think these right. cheesy fries are going to have the impact on on fast food the way the McRib has? Do you mean the the bullshit that is a sandwich that should have never existed in the first place? <laughs> but how many of you people, I mean, how many of us know someone that, like, when the McRib comes back, they're always like, oh my god, I cannot wait. I'm like, you want plastic. <laughs> you want plastic. I hope not. Because the McRib has been in and out for what? Longer than I was alive? Oh god, I have no idea how long I think it's been. But it looks disgusting every time it comes back in, and I'm always amazed at <sighs> people like, oh my god, the McRib. And I'm like, no, <laughs> never. I've never had one, but I'm confident I hate it. I feel oh, like really? we have to have a McRib. Yeah. I didn't think I... people really cared that much about the McRib, I guess. I mean, obviously they do if they keep bringing it back. But I will say, when I do go to McDonald's and the McRib is there, I usually get it. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe I should try one. Is it? Is there a Mc... Like, so is this a Shamrock Shake thing? Is there a McRib season? Or do they just announce it randomly? That's a good question. No, I'm actually, try, I don't, I don't actually go to McDonald's that often, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. So it's not, it's not, and it's I've not also never had a, sh- a shamrock shake. Is it, it's just like vanilla ice cream with green, right? That's what it looks like. No, it's mint. Oh, I don't know. I could do that. Getting back to Game of Thrones. Um, uh, must great. Be. Great. Let's talk about <laughs> another really good in this episode. Heron Hall. Seam- seamless transition. Seamless, of course. Yes. <laughs> Heron Hall, Jacken, again, anytime that he's with Arya. Yeah. And their best conversation, moment. best part of the show, when she tells him his name, and he's like fucking pissed at the world, but does not change at all. I love yeah, but it. why does so? Why does he even care that she says his name if it's not even his real name? Yeah, but th- I mean, it hasn't been established yeah, yet, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, but then why would he? So then he's really just doing it to help her because he I think he just care. wants to help her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but man, he's like, you cannot give a man his name. <laughs> A man can go kill himself. <laughs> That's my favorite take, line. Take it back. It's like, no. And he's like, but you will take it back. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, that entire sequence, and again with uh, with her <laughs> convincing, again, the, the whole, um, it needs to happen now, you know, the last uh, episode where, you know, Tywin's still looking for the attempted assassination on him, he feels, but... Um, yeah. Which is good because it makes him a little paranoid. And then, then you know, Arya gets the letter, gets caught with it, kind of comes up with the whole, shit, I'm effed, I gotta get out of here. She, of course, is loyal, goes and grabs Hot Pie uh, and Gendry and wants to get out of there, so. Gendry. Gendry. Nope, no, it's Gendry. So speaking, no. speaking so of that G. exact, speaking of that, of that, sorry, that exact moment, uh, <laughs> why, uh, okay, why when they're like he says you know be you will leave at midnight or whatever and all that stuff uh are you across through the door at midnight whatever his quote is i don't remember exactly yeah yeah but anyway so aria's got her her has got gendry hot pie they're there they're gonna leave um and then aria's like no that's what he said i'm gonna go and then she runs out gendry says no airy why does he call her airy i think hot pie says that hot pie says it i think it's his yeah. accent that or we talked. I don't remember. No, no because it, they definitely do say Aerie. Yeah, yeah. But why? What, so everyone knows that she's a girl now. That's been established. Yeah. So why are they still calling her Aerie? 
Well, or is so she's still... not going to give her actual name. Oh, because everyone's still calling her Ari. Yeah, so okay. Gendry's the only one that knows she's Arya at this oh, point. Okay, I thought Gendry said it, but if Hot Pie says it, that makes much more sense. Even I would think that Gendry probably wouldn't say it in whatever public setting this is. Which, by the way, okay, fine. Jacken is hesitant because he's like, oh my god, I'm going to have to take more than one life. This is against the thing. He obviously went to some painstaking detail to kill these guards. To um, post them. Don't you? Yeah, to, and post them up so that they look like they're still on their guard duty. Um, do you think that maybe perhaps he could have gone to the same length and just knocked them unconscious? That's a good point. Like, yeah, I mean, because he go? says that's a rule, of, and he could have taken just one, but clearly he doesn't. Um, it's still so, such a badass scene. I enjoy that. It's a lot. so good. So before before we get into our in our into our good and our best and worst or, or good and bad, uh, exactly. Let's t- take me north of the wall, Tony. What was happening mm. up there? I don't know. I didn't write anything about it. Oh, with, um, with Corin and Jon Snow, right? Are they captured at this point? They're captured. Yes, now. they're captured. Okay. So, oh yes. Yeah, so Corin. Corin gives a little uh, gives a little sly thing here. You can see this dude is a dutiful fella. Um, he's he's one of these watch guys that they've talked about, like oh, good rangers don't last long. It's the medium ones that go the distance or whatever. <laughs> but this guy is selfless as fuck. Yeah, yeah. He is uh, he is all about the mission here, going so far as to already set up some things that you know are are beyond him entirely. Um, kind of cool, a little weird. Yeah, Perhaps. yeah. This is you're talking about when he tells John to infiltrate, basically, and kind of yeah, do what must it. be yeah, done. Yeah, don't yeah. don't let you know they died for me. Don't let it be for nothing. Yeah, that's kind of all they got, really, at that point. Yeah, and it's then true. E- Egret saves John Snow from the Bones dude, King of Bones. It's interesting. I, I was, I was when I was watching episodes earlier. I was trying to think of that guy's actual name. I don't know if they ever call him anything but the Lord of Bones in the show. But he's got a quote unquote actual other name, and all that I could come up with is Radagast, which is the the wizard from the Hobbit. <laughs> um, it's Rattle Shirt. I had to look Rattle it up. Rattle Shirt. I was a little taken because I would think that. Um, you know, if they're calling this guy the King of Bones or Lord of Bones, whatever they're calling him, King of Bones, Lord of Bones, obviously these people have not met Hodor yet. <laughs> <laughs> He's the God of Bones. <laughs> Hodor. Um, and also another thing that we get, I think this is the first thing they bring it up or show it, uh, the dragon glass is, is, oh, yeah. is brought up in this episode, which, you know, we don't get a lot obviously now or... But we kind of get some lore things in the future. Um, and, of course, it's Sam, right, who just bumbles through all things. He's <laughs> like, this is shiny. What's obsidian? Some people call mm. it obsidian. <laughs> it looked pretty. Hmm. Yeah. And then, James, okay, I got a question for you guys. Uh, to, I think I think probably, I guess I don't know how much bad we've said about this episode, actually, now that we've we've kind of gone got through one. a lot of a lot of it uh maybe maybe to wrap up the good and and, and ask a little question I, i'm interested to hear your thoughts Please. uh so jamie says because brienne kind of challenges jamie in one of these times and and jamie kind of laughs and says uh oh you think you could beat me or whatever he says only three men in the kingdoms there's only three men in the entire kingdoms that might have a chance against me yeah what three guys do you think he's talking about Barristan Selmy, for sure. Yep. Loris Tyrell, for sure. 
and the mountain. Okay, that was my three as well. That's what I think as well. I don't know. I the mountain was my one that I had a question mark by though. But maybe like uh, maybe he's talking about like uh, Oberyn. Maybe because oh, he's, yeah. he's like the most famous warrior out of Dorne, and I know we haven't seen them at all or anything like this, but could be. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Jeremy. Thoughts? Any any anything to add there? Uh, I mean, like, I think the Hound is 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 underrated right now in this. Yeah, but do you think group. Jamie would think that? I don't know. I mean, like, uh, I don't think so. I don't. I don't yeah, think I think so. he would give him due due respect with that. He probably doesn't even know who the Hound is. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> Uh, but ja- I've actually go ahead. Sorry. No, no, I was saying, but Jamie admits now that he is not as good as he used to be, right? In, in Does he? Later, as he's coming up. Does he right? say that? No, 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 no. I'm saying as he's getting as he's getting later in the episodes, he talks about you know currently in his age, right? He's not he's not the warrior he used to be already, um, mm. and so I don't know. I think I think the people you brought up are completely believable. Yeah. I'm gonna take. I'm taking the mountain back. He's obviously referring to Joffrey, who is very confidently going to oh give Stannis a red smile <laughs> from ear to ear. <laughs> I'd be like, was that was that this episode? Yeah, <laughs> I do like when uh, Tyrion says, "Oh, and the and he says, uh, and oh, how scared he will be, or like something <laughs> like how frightened he'll be to Bran." That's really funny. That's a good point. I, is this unless I'm getting my things mixed up? I think he says to Varys, like imagine Stannis is right and Varys oh, yeah, just yeah, goes, yeah. I am trying to. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. I thought it was Brian. It was to Varys. And he says, imagine, imagine his terror. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Which, uh, and I'm going to just throw out my my worst because I need to say it. Say uh, it. Apparently, we're getting to, and this probably takes us to our jugglies portion as well. Mm. Uh, uh, we get to see a little Talisa butt and some side boob. How is yes. that bad? How, how can we episode. argue that? No, that's not my bad. Oh, I was Jugglies. like, oh my god. <laughs> but before this, just in general with Talisa, apparently CPR is a thing in the Game of Thrones world. They know. They sure. just know advanced cardio pulmonary resuscitation. Is that really that advanced? <laughs> I feel same. like I would think of if there's something in them, push it out of them. <laughs> <laughs> push it out of them. I don't know. Yeah, but what, how would they know that? I mean, do they have like advanced like anatomy class or something? They know how this like, works. I don't think CPR was invented until like the 1900s. Is that true? Yeah. I mean, I can't speak to this. I mean, maybe as, they like, didn't the call it CPR. Word. Maybe they called it push it out of them. Maybe. When was CPR it? invented? 1960. 1960. So <laughs> says Google. So right around oh the same time. Right around the same right. time. I mean, does this? Do you think this show could take place in the '60s? Maybe we've we been missing it's this? an alternate timeline. Maybe this is mm. just some. Maybe this is just some third world country that that does all this, and you know, there's, <laughs> there's, uh, it's like the village. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's just, there's just wall. Yeah. At the the last episode, <laughs> we'll have just the, the last episode. We'll just have like uh, a name at the end. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan. He <laughs> 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 like, oh my God. George R. R. Martin takes his face off. <laughs> it's M. Night. He's like, got you, bitches. <laughs> you thought I was bad? Speaking of which, Glass just came out uh, this past weekend. Did anybody go see it? No. No, it's getting kind of mediocre reviews. Now, I didn't Bummer. see what is the... Or the split. beats, the split was it good? I I haven't seen it yet either, just because I stay away from horror movies. But I want to see it just because I do want to see. Yeah, Glass. but now I want to see it because it it kind of has that connection. I don't even remember. I remember watching it as a kid, but I don't really remember Unbreakable. Oh, that was. I thought Unbreakable was good. 
I loved Unbreakable yeah. as a child. Yeah. So we do agree that it, our our prediction. I know it's a little early, but our end of the series prediction. Mm. We're putting it in writing. Is George R. R. Martin coming out, ripping yeah. his face off, uh, yeah. faceless man style, and yes. it is M. Night Shyamalan, and then he goes, and I was a ghost the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and then He's like, you, you see the pages see of a red? book close on that scene, and it's Sean Bean, and he looks up, and he's like, and that's the story. <laughs> How do I know? T- <laughs> how do I know so much about? <laughs> and then he goes, "How do I know so much about George R. R. Martin or M. Night Shyamalan? Because I am." Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> can we talk scones again? I think we should talk scones. Oh, perfect! I had so much pent up to say. Uh, I have raspberry scone today. It's from High V. It's pretty good. All right. Well, All you right. can catch us. I might have to oh. try it. Wow, I might have to try that one. Well, mm-hmm. well we're going to talk mm-hmm. about skins? Yeah, so tell me more. If you want to hit up our social media, you can find us at Thrones and Scones on Facebook, where you'll catch the episodes. On Twitter, where you'll catch the episodes right when they go live. And on Instagram, where you can Wait, see the scones Tony, and gauge them for yourselves. I'm sorry. I need, I forgot my most important part of the show. We uh, find out a question uh, everyone's uh, been dying to have answered. Cersei says to Varys, is it because yeah but you don't that's because you don't have a cock well she says it's so a we know now it's not just the balls <gasps> oh <that are done. gasps> what a catch i literally have a note two episodes in that says like she I, says I caught Varys something doesn't have a cock sorry i caught something else that i was like ooh, does this mean Varys doesn't have a penis but it was all but said there <gasps> I mean, she could have just been using the word cock to refer to, like, the idea of it. I don't know. I think this is this is our answer. Oh, Varys, the Prince of Winterfell. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. You down with G-O-T? Yeah, yeah you, you know me. me. Shadow demon, baby. Shadow demon, baby. It's, you know what it sounds like? The, um... Oh, what's it called? What's the... It's that musical that people are obsessed with with John Travolta. Grease. Sounds like Grease. It has a little Grease thing going on, right? <laughs> Shadow, Shadow Demon, Demon Baby, baby coming out the vagina. Shadow Demon, Shadow Demon Baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like that. I was also thinking we need like a, a little jingle for, jingle for our, uh, for our show, too. Uh, I was just wondering how... If it's just a jingle, how close can you be to something else without getting sued when we evidently become very, very famous? For example, I had a couple in mind. Uh, just we keep it we keep it easy, keep it simple. Uh, thrones and scones, thrones and scones. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Disney is very protective of their material. They'll probably be okay with that. Or mm. or maybe just some. I don't even know if I'm sure this is something. But what about thrones and scones? <laughs> <laughs> something quick to the point. Yeah, it would be a. It would be. I'm so sorry. My mind is just stuck on all things grease now. I know. We could throw. <laughs> Melisandre, you birthed a shadow demon to kill my brother. <laughs> Tell me about Tell it, me about Stannis. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh, Christ. Oh, God. Okay. Well. <laughs> Thrones and skunks. Oh, man, the shadow demon baby has to happen soon. It's so funny because, like, we would make a jingle about the episodes we don't give a shit about. Yes. <laughs> the most like fucked the... up thing ever. If anything, we should be making a song about balls and Hodor's penis. Hodor's penis. Hodor's yep, penis. <laughs> it exactly took us 44 minutes to talk about his penis. Yay. We did it, Dad. Aren't you proud? So glad my parents listened to these. I regret that decision real hard.